Today on the Weight Loss for Women Over 40 podcast, we are talking about how to stop comparing yourself to others. So, hey, how are you doing today? Like, seriously, how are you doing today? This question becomes kind of like a habit right after, hi, but do you really want to know how they actually are doing? I was just at a networking event the other day and I was talking to a woman who I hadn't seen in a while and I asked her how she was doing. I genuinely care and want to know when I asked this question and I could see she was verbally saying fine, but her face and her mannerisms said otherwise. I looked at her and I said, is it not good? And now we are not besties. We've met on a couple times, but my heart went out to whatever it is she is actually dealing with. And she doesn't need to tell me. I don't need the full Monty. (laughs) I don't need all the details. But just knowing that we all are going through some stuff most of the time, right? So just have some compassion when you actually ask that question. Next time you do ask that question, how are you doing? Check and see if you really mean it. If you want to let me know how you are doing, you are actually doing, I want you to head over to my Instagram at weight loss for women over 40. That's my handle. And 40 is the number four. Oh, you can also have uh, find this link in the show notes below. So head over to Instagram, weight loss for women over 40, or follow me on my personal Facebook page at Nicole Simonin. And then what I want you to do is look for the post that says, how are you doing? And comment on it and let me know how you are. I cannot wait to hear from you. This podcast, as I love doing this podcast, and but it's very one-sided, right? You're sitting here listening to me, but I want to get to know you too. So head over to either Instagram or my personal Facebook page and let me know how you're doing. So if you are just finding this show, or if you are a longtime follower, I want to say thank you. Thank you for being here today. And if you are new or you just need a reminder, my name is Nicole Simonin, and I am the person you come to see when you're ready to lose weight for the last time. You can go to NicoleSimonin.com for more information on that. So let's talk about the one thing no one tells you about weight loss. Just kidding. That was last week's episode. (laughs) So if you want to listen to that one, go to the last episode. We're going to talk about today how to stop comparing yourself to others. So do you find yourself looking at other people and thinking they have a nice flat stomach or wishing you had that? You may be thinking they must have really good genetics or they must be lucky or they must not work at a job and they just work out all day long. What, why do you compare yourself to others and how this can hurt and help you? That's what we're going to talk about today. So when you work with me, you're not going to get a meal plan or calories to count. So that's your thing. I am not your girl. You're also not going to get some weird shake regime. Like we don't even talk about shakes. There's no pills, nothing like that. In fact, my motto is when you first come in and start working with me, there are no foods off limits. Other than if you have an allergy or an intolerance or something to that effect, but you can eat whatever you want. There is no diet in my programs. 
There is no restriction or deprivation. When I did the last uh, August group, the Jumpstart group, a lot of the feedback I got was like, really, Nicole, I thought on week one, we'd be like eliminating bread or eliminating something or being told that we have to be restrictive. It's not like that. You also don't get any insane workouts to do. Most of the workouts that I give my clients are under 30 minutes. I've even had clients lose weight and they were only doing five minute workouts a few times a week. How can this be, Nicole? This is not what I learned in the all the diet and other stuff that I'm following. <laughs> the biggest piece of what I teach clients is understanding how your brain works. This is really understanding why you do the things you do or the things that you're not doing. The mindset piece is huge in learning, not just how to keep the weight off, but how to keep it off permanently. All right, so let's talk about comparing yourself to others. Now let's not lie, we all do it. I think it's partly natural and ingrained. We tend to look for people who have common traits that we have. These are the people we tend to become friends with, you know, the whole birds of a feather thing. Now, note, if you are operating in a current body status, maybe you're overweight, your friends at this moment in your life will be operating on the same thought pattern. If you want a new body, a leaner, healthier body, you might need to find some new friends. Just laying that out there. It's interesting how we are aligned in groups that we are just naturally recreating the patterns that we've already created. Now, if they're serving you, that's one thing. If they're not serving you, that's another thing. I digress. <laughs> you also look at people as potential mates, and there are certain characteristics that you're drawn to or repelled by. Again, I really think this is ingrained. This is how we keep the species going, right? We want to attract a mate who has certain attributes that will keep our species alive or whatever we deem as valuable traits, all natural. Some of those traits may be like you feel safe with them. You feel like they can help take care of you, whatever it is. But then there is looking at people and wanting or not wanting what they have. So I have to admit in my younger years, I would people watch. And I truly believe this is part of the ballet world that I grew up in. There was a lot of comparison. You were judged the moment, you, actually you were judged before you even walked into the uh, dance studio. But even within the dancers, I mean, there's a lot of looking at different people and, and judging, right? So, but I used to people watch. And with this, it's not an issue itself. But when you start looking at other people and judging them or judging yourself because you don't have those certain attributes that you think are more appealing, this can mess with your mind. I really remember probably in my early 30s, just looking at people who were in the fitness industry. And I kept telling myself, I need to be leaner. I need to be more muscular. I need to be this, right? A lot of that for me was tied into my title as a personal trainer. I felt I needed to look exactly like a certain way, right? I needed to be really lean. This messed with my mind 100%. 
which is ironic because now I don't have that mindset <laughs> and I still look lean. I still have muscle. It's, it's fascinating to me anyway. So this has been showing up in client calls, the idea that like blue eyed blondes with long hair and beautiful skin, tiny tushes and bigger chests are quote unquote ideal. Now, maybe Barbie started this out for our generation. Who knows, right? If you look back at the the action figures that we had growing up, Wonder Woman is another one that pops in my head. I absolutely love my Wonder Woman. She had um, she had the the string that she could like sail across because her hands were like a certain <laughs> position. Anyway, um, who knows, right? Who knows? But this must have been somewhere along the line suggested, right? Imprinted, whatever you want to call it. We have a certain idea of the way we think we should look. Now, if you look back in history at models, actresses, magazines, TVs, the Renaissance era, right? You will notice a wide range of what is considered ideal. If you look back in the last century, it could be Marilyn Monroe. She was curvy, twiggy, super skinny. Jane Russell, voluptuous, right? Two more present day, Angelina Jolie, very lean. Scarlett Johansson, curvy. Jennifer Aniston, Aniston, also lean. All of these women are stunning, but none of them look alike, right? The influences of magazines, TV, social media, et cetera, has messed with our minds a bit. So who has set the standard for how a woman, quote unquote, should look? Is it men? And if it is, why do we conform to this? Because we want to be liked? Maybe. Many societal standards are passed down from one generation to the next, just like belief systems, right? So if your mom thought, not blaming mom, but if your mom thought that curvier women is not the right look and you should be really twiggy, that was probably ingrained in you. So why do we compare ourselves even to regular women, like not even celebrities. Why do we can compare to regular women who are walking around in the street? That came out wrong. Don't take that too, <laughs> too much. Women that we meet <laughs> walking through our daily lives. So, you know, I don't edit these, right? So you, you get what you get. <laughs> uh, there's also a thought, especially for women, that a good man is hard to find or all the good ones are taken and that women outnumber men. So you better find a mate or this woman is vying for your job, right? Hence the competition for attention, comparing themselves against each other, looking at magazines and such and subconsciously asking yourself, do I look like this? And if I don't, why not? I think comparing has its place in the sense of, I like this. I don't like that. This helps us discern what we do want. But if you're not comfortable with yourself or your body, this will lead you down a big shame spiral of I'm not good enough. I need to look better. What's wrong with me? Or some version of that. So I grew up in a mirror world. The ballet world is full of mirrors. And if you didn't know this, there's always one mirror in the ballet studio that makes you look super lean, super fantastic. And you will find all the dancers trying to stand in that one spot at the bar. Ask an answer. They will confirm this. <laughs> I remember my mom telling me a story that when I was young, we would go to the mall 
And she would always find me in front of those three-way mirrors. Ones you, you know, try out your stuff and you look. And she said, I was always making faces, dancing, or just looking at my reflection, right? So I probably, it was quite the ham back in the day. And I feel like I lived in front of mirrors most of my life, 24-7. So what I want you to imagine is a world that does not have any mirrors and no reflective surfaces. How would your life be different? In a world without mirrors, and even if nothing else changed, like the airbrushed magazines, the filtered photos of Instagram, the movie magic touch-ups, you wouldn't be able to compare like we do now, right? You'd be looking at a magazine, but you wouldn't be able to see what you look like. So think about it. If there was no reflective surfaces, where could you see your whole body? You would only see what you see, like an arm. You could look down towards your toes. You wouldn't be able to see anything. You would not be able to compare like we do today. So yes, maybe if you look down and your stomach is sticking out and you can't see your toes, you certainly wouldn't be able to see your backside, right? <laughs> the comparison wouldn't be like it is now. You wouldn't be able to compare. How would you know if you looked good? So no matter if we lived in a world with or without mirrors, who gets to set the standard of how you look? Let me give you the answer. It's you. You get to set the standard. Nobody else, just you. So if you are not happy in the current body that you have, own that you created that body. That's not me being mean. That is just the truth in the sense of the patterns that you have, the way you think has given you that body. Now, if you want to change it, you come work with me. I can absolutely help you. But I want to break your brain here a little bit. So if there are no other standards other than the standard that you set for yourself and there's no mirrors or any other way to compare, what standards are you going to choose? With all that said, it does not matter what you look like on the outside because the work you want to do is on the inside. The standard you set is about you on the inside. And it comes down to how you want to feel in your body. Again, no reflective services to use against yourself. How do you want to feel in your body? So I want you to imagine how would it feel being comfortable in your body. Imagine having a lean body. What would that feel like? How about having a healthy body? Imagine doing the activities you actually want to do, right? Got an interest in pickleball? Why aren't you following it? Imagine if you could do it. Imagine who is the new version of you that you want to become. So the beauty of this is once you get the inner workings figured out, it's where I come in if you need help with that, that's when the outside unfolds. Your waist gets smaller, your thighs get leaner and stronger, and your arms get more toned. Your physique is the cherry on top. It is the last thing that is created. The inner part comes first, then the outer part shines through. So if you want help putting all this together, 
go schedule your call at nicolesimonin.com slash call. And let's get started today on creating the standard that you set for yourself, the new version of you that you are proud of and lit up about. You deserve to be lit up about you. And you deserve to live in a lean, healthy body. If you're ready to commit to losing the weight for the last time, go book your call right now at nicolesimonin.com slash call. Remember to hit that follow button wherever you are listening to this episode and stay tuned for next week's episode on negotiating in weight loss and the Weight Loss for Women Over 40 podcast. So for you guys who have stayed all the way to the end of this podcast, I want to applaud you. Most people don't listen to the end of everything. So I'm glad you stayed to the very end. I want you to know that my free ebook is out. And if you want to know the five reasons why you aren't losing weight, you're going to want to go to nicolesimonin.com, scroll to the bottom and fill out the form right there. And you're going to get instant access to my free ebook, five reasons why you aren't losing weight. All right, that's it. There's nothing else after this. So (laughs) I will talk to you soon.